I think there's a complicated relationship between hippies and technology these days. We want less time with our phone and with technology and more time connecting with nature and just living our lives. You're listening to the Half Hippie Podcast with Tara Milo. I'm a half hippie, half princess, cat mom, city girl, introvert, and entrepreneur. I don't fit into a box and you don't either, but I'm committed to making the world a better place through my lifestyle and my business. I love talking about sustainability because I know that you can make a positive difference without giving up the things you love. Here on the Half Hippie Podcast, we're talking about sustainability and entrepreneurship. We'll share stories about what makes us all half hippie and what our other half does to make a positive impact in the world. Let's go. When I feel stressed out or bored or any of that, I I want to scroll on Instagram. It's just what I want to do. <laughs> but I'm not really on Facebook. I have something called the Newsfeed Eradicator on my computer. So I don't see the news feed. I, I can see groups. I can go into groups and I can interact in there. I can see people's birthdays and wish them happy birthday. I can post on my own wall and other people's wall. If I think about them and I want to go say something to them, I can do that. Um, so I can do all the things. I have Messenger, but I don't see the, the news feed. It's very cool. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can get that plug in if you want to just wipe out that news feed, but still have Facebook, still have your groups and messenger and all that. I don't have the app on my phone because it just wasn't doing good things for my life. Unfortunately, I think as an entrepreneur, I'm afraid I'll be penalized for this, for taking care of my mental health by escaping this specific platform because I'm not engaging as much. I'm not seen as much. I don't know, but for me, it's kind of worth it for staying happy. <laughs> but it is difficult as an entrepreneur to stay engaged and to stay in those groups. I don't know. People get upset when you disappear and reappear. And, dis- and, and I do too. Like I really love to be consistent. Um, so there's, it's just a big balancing act, right? For hippies and technology, we have to balance a lot of different things. All of us do. We have to balance this stuff. Of course, there are tools that I can use to schedule posts so that I can be broadcasting, but that's just me broadcasting. It's not being social. It's not engaging. And that's the point of social media is to post something and then engage about it and and talk to people about it. I still get notifications, but I don't see other people's posts. So I'm not engaging as much as I would like to. So it's complicated. But I'm aware of it. I'm doing my best to still engage in groups because I really do love to support people with technology. That's actually what I do in my business. I'm kind of a, I don't like to say guru, but um, other people call me (laughs) a tech guru, tech goddess, whatever. Um, But I do, I, I help people with online marketing technology, which means I teach them how to use their website, their email newsletter, social media, video, All the techie things related to having an online business, I teach people how to use those tools, whether it's one-to-one work like I do, or setting up courses and memberships and, and a whole big system. That's really fun too. Since I'm not so much on social media, I get my clients from referrals and partnerships and from my email list, of course. I've got a pretty good email list. It's not very big, but... 
they are engaged. They like me. They like the content that I create because I'm always trying to help them. And people who know my work are really happy with it. I give off a calm and positive and confident vibe around technology, which is what people need. We need to feel calm and positive and confident. (laughs) That's what I try to convey and what I try to help my clients achieve. Let's chill and let's be calm and and feel good about how we use our tools. I've been doing it for about eight years now. That's a long time to be in business. And what I love about it is that I get to empower women around technology. Most of my clients are women. That might change at some point, but that's what it's been so far, most of them. And there's kind of a social stereotype that men are good with technology and women aren't. And I don't think that's true. So that's my mission is to empower women around technology and to show them you can do this. You absolutely can do this. You can do anything. I love giving people confidence in their business. And that's what this is all about. I'm just helping people feel more confident in their business and their technology. And I get to design beautiful websites. So I get to be creative too. I'm, I'm not exactly a web designer. I'm more of a generalist. I'm a technology teacher. So I kind of have to understand all the different tools. And I learn technology really quickly. So that makes me good at my job. But I teach people all things related to technology and marketing. Like I said, website design. I love co-creating websites with people. It's so fun. Um, so I do website design, copywriting. I'm, I'm a, actually a good copywriter. Uh, I have a degree in literature, which means I've read a lot. I'm really good at listening and absorbing and then communicating and writing. Somehow that really uh, worked out for my career <laughs> to get that degree in literature. Website design, copywriting, tech integrations, so we can connect some of the different tools and make things run smoothly, email sequences, video production, and editing. I like to do simple videos in your home where you're looking at the camera and you're just making a connection with people. We don't need a big video production team with lighting and all of that stuff. We use natural light, not a lot of production and editing. I also work with social media marketing and strategy for content creation, how to get clients, how to make an editorial calendar. Oh my gosh, I love to nerd out about content calendars, editorial calendars, all of that stuff. I help people get clients and help them set up a good client onboarding process because that's really important to help people feel like they're really taken care of. I help people come up with opt-in gifts and we even create opt-in gifts to help them grow their email newsletter and write a really amazing welcome sequence that follows that opt-in gift. So all of this sounds very techie and very marketing and not very hippie, which is that internal conflict that I'm having, right? That, That complicated relationship. But my approach is to keep it simple so it's doable. Maybe that's where the hippie comes in where I'm like, let's just chill out and just get this done. Make it happen. Make it work. But I want things to be simple so that you're able to do it. And if you hire a virtual assistant, you know how your stuff works. That's my goal is for people to know how their stuff works behind the scenes. I do it all one-on-one and I do a couple of live workshops Not very often, but sometimes I do that, especially with partnerships. I do some workshops with partners uh, because I've tried creating courses, but technology changes and they become outdated so quickly. So 
I just like to work one-on-one and no one wants a course about how to make a website. They want a personalized experience. So I do it one-on-one together. We actually like sign into your website or whatever the tool is. We make changes together while you can see my screen. So you know how to do it yourself in the future. And it's all recorded so you can watch later. It's so cool. It's really, really cool. It's unique. I created this whole concept myself at the request of my clients. They were like, hey, Tara, I want you to teach me how to do this, but I don't live where you live. So how can we make this happen? The best business is born out of a need. And this truly is like they needed it. I came up with it. The business was born. It's very cool. But after nearly eight years, I'm getting a little bit burned out. I'm lonely because I'm the only one. You know, if if I was a CEO of a company, I could delegate some things to other people, but it's just me here. Fortunately, doing this podcast is reinvigorating me. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a future episode about being burned out and how the podcast is helping. Um, but I thought it was useful to mention here because it is hard to be an entrepreneur and to keep going after eight years. It's very nice to have this new passion and be able to combine and marry these things. I got to learn a lot about the technology of podcasting through starting this and I got to do some design and creative work and all of this is just lighting me up. I still love empowering people around marketing and technology. That will always be part of what I do because technology comes naturally to me. And like I said, I'm a good copywriter. So all of this stuff combines really well, but like all of us, I need to find a good balance with social media. I'm working on it. I think I'm coming to a good solution for myself and my clients. So if you need a tech guru, let's talk. I'm still doing this work alongside the podcast. It's very, very fun. So that's a little bit about me as half hippie, half tech guru. And in every episode, I'll ask my guest three questions, at least three questions related to the hippie life, sustainability, and their industry. So I want to answer those for you as a tech guru. Something that frustrates me is, of course, addiction to technology. They're made for us to be addicted. Um, If you haven't seen the documentary called Social Dilemma, you've got to watch it. It's so good. And it really talks all about this stuff and the connection to mental health. And that's important socially. As a hippie, as someone who's concerned about the planet and sustainability and all of that, every time there's a new phone, there's a new power cord, like a new connector thing. And that makes me crazy because there's so many cables out there (laughs) that don't work anymore because they're for an old phone. Like why? Oh, that drives me bonkers. And that's part of planned obsolescence. There's an industry term called planned obsolescence, which means your phone is designed as part of the plan. It's designed to be obsolete by the time the next phone comes out. So phones are just one example. And the phones are doing better about lasting a little bit longer which is really good and that's important. But there's so many other electronic devices, right? Like even our ovens and our stoves are are run by a computer these days. And if some, you know, computer component dies or breaks, you have to get a whole new stove. That doesn't make any sense. So that's the, the concept of planned obsolescence is that they plan on your stuff breaking by the time the next thing comes out. 
It's terrible. It's so wasteful. That's something that industries do. It's something that we don't need to feel guilty about, but we do need to keep the pressure on companies and corporations to be more sustainable, to have sustainability in mind. You know, we used to have a society where we would repair things and fix things and borrow things from each other. And we don't have that anymore because stuff is cheap. It's easy to buy. You can buy it online or buy it at a big box store. And it's just so much more wasteful. And things aren't made to be fixed anymore. They're made to be replaced. And that is not great. I think some manufacturers are aware of it. I think they'll start doing better, but we have to keep pressuring them. That's the way they do better. So those are some things that frustrate me about the technology industry in general, like the phones and the computers and stuff like that. And there's so much plastic, plastic cases and cords and screensavers and all so much plastic. That's the world we're living in. And I don't know, I do think we're getting a little bit better, but those are some of my frustrations. Something I wish I was doing better as a half hippie, half tech guru is of course my Instagram addiction. I wish I was better about that. That's just something that I'll work on. But as a hippie, I want a new phone because my camera has like a cloudy circle. I think only I can see this cloudy circle, but it drives me bonkers. So I want to get a new phone so I can have a new camera, but I don't want to want a new phone. I just want a new camera. I want the camera to work. There's a really cool new phone called Fairphone that has replaceable parts. Like with the iPhone, you can't even replace the battery. If the battery goes bad, you have to get a whole new phone. It's insane. But this company, Fairphone, has replaceable parts. So if the camera breaks or if there's an upgrade to the camera, you just swap out the camera and you get to keep the base of the phone. It's very cool. I don't know what system they're running. It's probably an Android phone. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can check it out. But Fairphone is very cool and... I like that idea. I wish I could get a fair phone, but I'm in the Apple universe now and it's hard to get out of it. So we'll see. We'll see if my hippie values override my entrepreneur technology necessity values. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All of this is a balance, right? <laughs> so that's something I wish I was that I could do better was around consuming technology. I do normally try to buy a refurbished device. I think my iPad is refurbished. My phone is definitely refurbished. So that's a really good way to make peace with your desire for new technology and and your desire to do good things for the planet is to buy refurbished stuff, buy used stuff. Um, Refurbished is great. They always have a warranty and It's basically like getting a new phone. It's just a little bit used. Someone turned it in when they upgraded to the newest thing and you get the next best one. It's a good middle ground. Refurbished is a good option. Um, My last question is, am I optimistic about climate change and sustainability related to being a tech guru? In this area, I am optimistic. I am because I feel like technology allows us to be paperless that's a big deal. I don't have any paper on my desk and I haven't for years because it's all online. So that's one cool aspect is paperless. And we also have access and connection to the world without physically traveling. It's not the same, but I don't know. I think technology allows us to do a lot of cool things that make the world better. 
there's definitely an offside or a downside to that, but the potential is there. So I am optimistic about it. And there's so many cool technology things like the Fairphone that has changeable parts, but there's a lot of cool innovation and technology that's developing around climate change and sustainability that I think is really going to make a big difference. So I am optimistic there, which is nice. It's a good feeling. (laughs) All right. That's the end of this episode of me being a half hippie, half technology guru. I hope you enjoyed it. You can get some resources in the show notes. So on the podcast, wherever you're listening, if you click details or see more or something like that, there will be a little link for details and you can see the show notes. And I've written up a blog post about it and linked to some of these things that I think are very cool. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon.